so David, you're, you're right. And that in fact, every one of us who gets into the Dhamma begins to ask those kind of questions that we're talking about now. Right? Mm. And if you think about it, you're doing exactly the same thing by saying, well, maybe I can leave this world and go off and be at a what. And when we have those kind of thoughts, that's also planning for the future. Right. Instead of saying, oh, well, let me have my little what right here in this breath. Right. I have and I have and I'm content. Like, I find the contentment wherever I am. But I still feel like. Do I like I like no moment is better than another moment. I see that. Like. Depends Not upon better. how we feel about it, but it does have to do with our feelings. It does have to do with our feelings. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything's the same except the way we feel about it. Mm. Yeah, and how I feel is that I need to take a break from the bombardment of stuff <laughs> that is yeah right i i understand that um that in fact i could also say that everybody has those kind of feelings from time to time mm. whether they're in the dhamma or whether they're in church or whether they're in the atheism or whatever it is we all get the idea of let's go make a great big change Mm. Let's change schools, let's change cities, let's change jobs, let's change houses, let's change countries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's go off and, and be uh, a part of the Bhikkhu Sangha, something like that. Okay. And that those are the feelings that need to be examined as feelings mm-hmm. rather than pursued as thoughts about how to get rid of those feelings. Let's dwell on, let's look at those feelings directly. <clears throat> and in fact, everybody who goes that route, leaves their job, packs up all of their gear, gives it away, comes to Thailand, ordains as a monk, and then they have those same kind of feelings which gives rise to new thoughts, but it's the same kind of thoughts anyway. Well, maybe I should leave this temple and go to that temple over there. I hear that that's a famous monk, or maybe I'm in the wrong country. I need to go to Tibet or to India or something like that, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And the best thing to do is to examine the feelings that we have of wanting to go and wanting to stay. This is actually part of the fetters that the Buddha talks about. Now, let's make a big change. If I make a big change in my life for the better, then the circumstances will do all the work for me. And what I'm recommending that you look at is changing the circumstances is not going to change the way that you feel. Changing the way you feel is the only way to change the way that you feel. Right. And 
when you make that change and change the way that you feel, now you can make these decisions you're talking about wisely. Mm. Change the way I feel. Yeah, change the way that you feel about things are not good enough, that you're not keeping up with the world, etc., like that. Mm, I feel pretty good. But I have been I've been doing the worldly thing for years now, and I've been happy doing that. Uh huh. Yeah. And. I just don't see it as an avenue. That. Ah, you're beginning to recognize there is no fulfillment there. There's no right. Uh huh. Yeah. Or you probably heard me quote the famous saying that's in the line drawing at Watson Moak. Oh, boundless joy to find at last there is no happiness in that world. No, nope. you're finding it, it does not fulfill. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. That the fulfillment is going to be on the inside of your own mind. And the best way to find that fulfillment is to be around others who have found that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're around a bunch of people who are wanting and, and greed and I got to get this and I got to get that, mm-hmm. then that's how we will normally feel. Yeah. Because that's part of the environment and part of the flow. So there is great value in changing your environment. Mm-hmm. But we have to be careful about that because the changing in the environment is not necessarily going to change the way that you feel. So right. in a way, you got to do both of them. Yes, I realize that changing the environment is not going to change how I feel. How I feel, I change how I feel. You can change how you feel. Right. And so here you are sitting, maybe I should change my environment. And look at that. And say, well, how do I feel right now? What is it that I don't like about that world out there, knowing that it's not going to give any joy? But this is all part of the package where uh, the Buddha talks about the action that brings the end of actions. The Becoming action content will, will prevent you from taking the actions of going getting something that you think will make you content. And if you're already content, then why bother do any of that stuff? Yeah, why bother do anything? I could just keep going like I am without changing my environment. Mm-hmm. So may I ask, where do you live? I live in Ontario, Canada. Ontario. Okay. There should be places in Canada uh, that that you can travel to, watch or whatever like that. And I would recommend to students Mm -hmm. to go to the nearest Watt rather than going halfway around the world to a Watt. I have. I I do that actually. on the weekend, I go to different temples, uh, different traditions. Um, I went to one. There's only actually one Thai Wat around. It's not really even a temple, really. It's 
it's um it's Does actually it not monk? very active it has one monk one monk okay one yeah. monk does not sangha make yeah it's not it does very actually good. A, uh but being around him would be probably a whole lot better than not being around him or anyone like him mm. so i would yeah, if that's if that's your choice, yes or no, then I would say yes. Spend time there. Mm. But a larger yeah, lot I, with more monks would be better. Yeah, there's a also a Tibetan place that I visit frequently on the weekend. It's uh, in the Galug tradition. Mm-hmm. It's the Dalai Lama's tradition. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good there, but the resident, uh, he's not always in, but the steward is um, just there giving courses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I visit different centers, like some Zen centers, um, but I feel like I'm most attracted to, there's even uh, a Sri Lankan, there's at least three Sri Lankan temples around. Okay, that, that sounds yeah, like a, a good cool. possibility. The problem with Tibet and Zen places is, is that you're mm -hmm. unlikely to find Asians there. Of all of the Tibetan places that I know in the West, almost all of them have Westerners. And the mm. same thing with the Zen. The Japanese are very unlikely to come to the United States for a whole variety of reasons. So staying with mm. the Sri Lankans and, and the, uh, the Thai, that kind of thing, because you're going to have real monks mm -hmm. that have been trained. And so uh, that's the first thing to uh, to consider. Um, and uh, uh, actually, I have to admit that I know that there are nobles within the Tibetan culture, and there I know for sure that there are Tibet uh, that in within the Sri Lankan community that there are nobles. That we can't say, oh, to, oh, go to Thai because the Thai is your best shot. That that's not necessarily the case at all. Mm -hmm. but it's not, it's, uh, what they're teaching, though, is not the noble Dhamma, right? It's ordinary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I'm just attracted to that, the noble Dhamma. I know, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that the noble Dhamma is not available there. They're teaching according to what they think the students want and need. Mm. Yeah, maybe. You could have this very conversation with one of the Sri Lankans in the sense of they're not really interested in traditional uh, Buddhism, that you're actually interested in the noble Dhamma taught by the Buddha and see what that is. <laughs> Okay, you got to kind of make sure that they're clear on that because the monks have two different jobs. And that the bigger job is to take care of the lay people and you're a lay guy. And so they assume that you're going to be just like all the other Sri Lankan lay people. 
Mm. But if you're, if you're wanting noble dhamma, um, then you might find that if you ask the right questions. I've seen that happen several times that you kind of think because of what this guy is teaching that he doesn't have a clue about the noble dhamma, and that's not necessarily the case. Mm. Could be a little bit risky bringing that up, though. They might not take that as a, they might take it as like, you know, an offense, like they're not teaching the real dhamma or something, you know? They know that. If if they don't know that, then then that, that, at least we know that now. <laughs> yeah. But that the, the, uh, let us say it this way: Buddhism is like a jeweled case, a jeweled box, very ornate, and also has secret doors to it. Mm. And that this is the Buddhism of the world. It's the Buddhism of the West. It's the Buddhism of ordinary people. Very beautiful, very ornate. But it's got a hidden treasure inside. The monks generally know that that treasure is there on the inside. But they still talk to the people because of what the people want. They want the uh, the external. They want the magic. They want the uh, the hopes, the promises, etc. like that. Mm-hmm. And did a lot of monks are like that also, that they didn't get around noble teachers, and so they remained ordinary folks. That most of the Thai monks are ordinary people, but there are a sufficient number of nobles around that it's worthwhile going looking. And I'm also saying that the, the nobility is also within the Sri Lankan. Actually, I don't have to go through the list. Every one of them have nobles. That in fact, the Dalai Lama is absolutely and and clear to many, many people that he's noble. But my connection with the Dalai Lama is through Bhikkhu Buddhadasa. The Dalai Lama and Bhikkhu Buddhadasa were were friends. We've even got a video of the of the two of them uh, together, where the Dalai Lama. Uh, sees Bhikkhu Buddhadasa as his senior, noble senior brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that in somewhere. I have one of Buddhadasa's books, and yeah, it says, um, I think a Dalai Lama wrote like a, some uh, summary of, or like uh, a review. He said, he's like, uh, Buddhadasa was his spiritual brother. Okay, so uh, the way that it has traditionally been in all of the Buddhist cultures is the right student has the right, has to ask the right questions at the right time to the right senior monk. So. That means then that you can go around asking the right questions to various monks to see which one of them is the right monk. Mm. <laughs> we have found we have found so many noble monks in in the West. Mm. What are the questions to ask? Like, what's a good question to? Well, from, from Thailand, the easiest question is, what about Bhikkhu Buddhadasa? 
And if the monk knows about Bhikkhu Buddha Dasa, that's actually the door opener. Okay. Um, uh, in a in a more magical setting, uh, you could say, well, I'm not really interested in the distant future and the distant past the way that people who are interested in rebirth. I'm interested in right here, right now, how to be free from suffering and see what kind of answer that question gets you. Mm. <laughs> right, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, that's an easy question to ask. The thing is, um, I feel like I'm already pretty much free of suffering. That's the thing. <laughs> isn't that liberating? I mean, wow, what a relief it is. Mm. It is quite what a What a relief it is to be free from that stuff, mostly. And that gives us then the possibility of, well, when it does come up again, I'll be there for it. I'll watch what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you go through this with the various places, with that one-time monk and the two or three places that are Sri Lankan, there's also Yanatharo, so I understand, is uh, uh, in Canada, but he's pretty close to New York, which is not too far from Ottawa. Yanatharo? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yana. Are you Yutadamo? Yeah, Yutadamo, yeah. okay. Yeah. And yeah, if you exhaust all of those places, then there are places in the U.S. that I know of that you could go to. And you're most welcome to come sit here on the porch, settle out, because we've got so many retreat centers around here. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I, I just want to dive in. Like, I, I want to, I want to go to Asia because I want that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. How just, close are you to a ticket? How close are you to uh, packing up? Um, is this just a pipe dream that might happen next year, or are you ready to pull the plug on this thing? No, I'm ready. Like, I mean, I just, I probably would like to go, in the, not this month or next month, but I think March. Okay. Uh, yeah. By then, the tickets should be settled down back to a decent price. Right now, they're outrageous because of uh, holidays, I guess. But March would be a good time for to buy a ticket. Uh, so when you're ready to come, let me know, and I'll walk you through and give you all the um, maps and photos and everything that you'll need to, to get around. <laughs> it's just like that, eh? Yeah, just like that. You don't need a visa, just waltz right in. You will need COVID uh, certificate for saying that you've got the shots, and that's the only thing you need in the passport, and you can get into Thailand. What 
sort of visa would I need for that? We'll worry about that later. Like I said, you don't need a visa to get in. It's not a very long stay, though. If I don't. Well, yeah, but then that'll give you the chance to do what we do here. I mean, there's there's various possibilities. The one that most guys think of is, is that, oh, I can uh, go get a job teaching because we're still very much money oriented. Uh, that in fact, when I actually did ordain, even weeks or even months before I ordained, I didn't need any money, not much, not the kind of way I, I actually learned to live that way. Mm. Uh, uh, to just not need money very much. An example would be that any time that I uh, uh, chose to go someplace, I would arrange the transportation to have a free night hotel accommodation, like taking a night bus or a night train or something like that, then that would save uh, a hotel. But hotels are so cheap here in Thailand anyway that that's not much of an issue. Mm. Uh, and uh, depends upon what time of day that you arrive, uh, that you can actually get then get on the night bus and, and and spend the night on the bus, and you never have to spend a night in a hotel. You can arrive here on the island and stay here at the house and get your uh, orientation or whatnot. But in fact, uh, Wat Cao Tum is only two kilometers from here. It's up on a hill, big hill. And so it's really easy to walk down the hill to get to the house, but it's quite a trip to get back up to the Watt. <laughs> but uh, there are no retreats being held there now, but there are two monks who are living there and they'd love for you to come and stay as long as you want. Wow. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Yeah, there's just so many possibility for accommodations. And then the little bit that you will need, uh, we can arrange for that. That that's in fact what the Open Sangha uh, Foundation is all about anyway, is to give people in the West the ability to donate so that we can support guys like you. Come and stay at the Watt and give you the comfort and security that you need that you can get your visas taken care of, et cetera, like that. Mm. And then if you ordain, we can help you do that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, yeah, you can go up and stay with Eric and Roy Ett. Roy Ett, I'm not yeah. familiar with them. Actually, the word Roy Et means 101. Roy is 100 and Et, so 101. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a town uh, that's north of Bangkok, up in the Isan area. And that's where um, Eric is. He's already in the robes. He came in in August, and by October, he was already in the robes. Hmm. And so there's that place that you can go. And I also have another friend. His name is uh, Kimasitu, who is staying now at Wat Suan Mok. 
and he knows of an, an alternate way of doing ordinations. That for a while, the only way that I knew about ordinations was have to go to Wat Panana Chat because that's the formal way of doing it. Mm. But there's many other. In fact, because that's the typical place for Westerners to go, that's a good enough reason to avoid that place and find a real Achan, like Achan uh, uh, Santi at, in Royette, and, and, and go there. So yes, this is all quite possible. There's really, it's a whole lot easier to do it than it is to think about it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's a lot of options. Right? Well, that's something that I can help you with. And get you oriented, get you to the right place at the right time, and give you the right instructions, and it's up to you to to do it. But uh, yeah, sure, you're welcome to come stay on the porch here for a while. That sounds... Like the place sounds. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, what kind of job do you have right now? So I... My, the work I do is I inspect and I do repairs on fire alarm systems. Yeah, I work in Toronto. I don't think you're going to find much of a job of doing that here in Thailand. No. Yeah, I know. It's not a really a popular job in the East. <laughs> well, d developing countries. Yeah. Yeah, they do have um, cameras and stuff uh, for uh, surveillance and whatnot, but I don't know of I, I don't think I've ever seen a fire alarm here in Thailand. Mm, Not industry. Probably in Bangkok. They, I'm sure they have that in the. I'm sure they do. Yeah, high rise or high rise buildings. Yeah. But uh, oh, go ahead. Financially, okay, actually. Right now, I'm all right to just drop it, drop it, and try something else. <laughs> yeah, you could try nothing else. <laughs> hmm. We got a whole lot of nothing here. You've yeah. heard that that uh, uh, the the expression "nothing's impossible." Nothing's impossible. Yeah, nothing is actually quite possible. It is. I do a lot of nothing, actually. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> pretty good at doing nothing. It's not impossible at all. It's quite handy. <laughs> <laughs> but for a lot of people, they, uh, when they get in the state of doing nothing, they don't like it. In waiting in a waiting room at a hospital or at a clinic or whatever like that is tough. People waiting at uh, train stations mm. and airports, that's tough. Right. Why we don't, because you've got nothing to do. <laughs> I uh, was, I've always contemplated why that is. And I, I came out like, it's because 
there's like a fear, you know? I think. Right, I fear are, I've got better things to do. Yeah, or like, yeah, well, that they should be doing something. Should be doing something. Yeah. That's why cell phones wind up being best friends for people who have absolutely nothing to do. At least they can piddle with your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. I, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. You don't really see people just sitting. You always see people sitting with their cell phone. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you'll also see body language that they're quite agitated. Shuffling around in the chair, uh, twiddling thumbs, uh, rocking their knees back and forth, crossing their ankles, and one foot's just bouncing with agitation. Yeah. Not very common. Standing in line that way is true, also. People don't like it when there's nothing to do. So, uh, getting yourself into a what where there really is nothing to do is, you know, almost a slap in the face. Yeah, a lot of people can't do that. Well, I I mean, mm -hmm. I can definitely do that. I've, I've done nothing for days and days at a time. I think I'm, I'm ready to do, do that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. uh, you can uh, between now and March, you can check out some of the watch there locally. And uh, if you decide to come, you're welcome. I've had so many students, probably as many as, gosh, a couple of dozen at least over the past several years. While COVID was thick and heavy, nobody came. But now that COVID is over, then in fact, this island is absolutely packed. Every place that is open is full. Really, eh? Mm -hmm. Even with COVID still kind of going. So the COVID is basically over here. Oh, yeah. But meanwhile, the, the Thai government has changed a lot of stuff to accommodate uh, tourism because they just shut it off. They really damaged the economy because of how uh, careful they were with COVID. Uh, they still wear masks here. Everybody at the hospital wears a mask. I was there yesterday because I've got a visa and so I've got to go get a, a physical exam. And uh, they've got a box of uh, 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 mask there at the, at the front desk. And if you come into the hospital without a mask, they give you one. Mm. There's still still mm -hmm. much. Uh, that's the Thai way, though. Uh, and everything is kind of full uh, for tourism. But that means then that uh, things are going to get back to normal. Uh, I would also recommend that you start spending as much time as you can at Deepable One because that's where Achan Po generally hangs out. Deepable One? Yes. We'll, Deep. When you get here, we'll point you to that. We got maps and everything. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm actually ready to book a flight now, like, I, for March. Like, I can already do that. I think okay. it'd be good in terms of the price to do it in advance, right? Like, All right, well, here's a minor item. The minor item is, is that you want to be able to arrive in Bangkok before, let us say, four or five in the afternoon. Because then you can take a night bus that very night down here and be here the next morning. Mm. If you if you come after six o'clock or seven o'clock, then you won't be able to do everything needed in order to make that bus and you'll have to spend one night in Bangkok. The song is one night in Bangkok will make a hard man humble. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. So, uh, the way to, to do it then is to, uh, when you're looking for um, uh, flights, look for the arrival time. Before 4. Mm -hmm. That in fact, the arrival time is second. The, the, for me, the price would be the first item on the list. How much does this ticket cost? And then the mm -hmm. second question is, what time does it arrive? They actually have, because of, um, uh, let us say, because of time zones and, and that kind of thing, uh, there's a lot of flights that arrive in Thailand late in the middle of the night, 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m. Those are just fine because that gives you absolutely all day long to get to that bus. It leaves at about 8 or 9 in the evening. Mm. How far away is the bus from the airport? All right. Here's the thing. It's going to be uh, in the basement of the airport is the, is the uh, mass transit. That is in the airport is it's in the basement. So it's a subway. But when it mm. leaves the airport property, it becomes a sky train. And you take oh, that yeah. all the way into the city. And uh, uh, you get off at the last stop and then take a, uh, a taxi, which will now be very cheap, uh, to take you to a kilometer or so over to where you can get the, the bus ticket. The, uh, it's actually a combination of bus and boat. Okay. So that's very easy to do. I'll give you all yep. the details. Okay, <laughs> so I guess it's kind of a big decision, so. Uh, I know it's a big mm. decision in your mind now because it's fear of the unknown. Of course, you've got fear of the unknown. Right. Everybody who comes finds that it was probably the best thing they ever did. <laughs> mm. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Now, the more of a nest egg that you have built up, the more secure you will feel. So having like eight, ten, twelve thousand U.S. dollars or uh, Canadian dollars would be uh, a comfort for you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or if you've got a hundred thousand dollars, then that should be comfort for several people. <laughs> 
that, that in fact, uh, um, Eric is on uh, VA disability. He was in the Navy, and so he's got about a thousand. I don't know how much money it is, but he's got a thousand dollars a month coming in that wow. he doesn't need. He doesn't yeah. need any of that money. Right. Very mm-hmm. little. And in fact, he left his laptop here. Left his laptop at your house. Yeah, I left it here. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I would bring mine. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, bringing a cell phone would be better. A laptop, I don't think that you need nowadays. Yeah. I just don't know how long I'll be there. That's another. As long as you want to be. Yeah. Until you until you feel terrified because you've run out of money. Hmm. You can run out of money and not be feeling terrified. That's true, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when I was a monk, I just completely ran out of money. I had absolutely no money at all. And yet when it was time to go back to the States, I got help to get back. Hmm. No, I, I think even if I had no money left, I'd be okay in Thailand. <laughs> be okay. Yeah, because like you can just, it's always warm. You can just like sleep under a tree or something. <laughs> well, you've got so many watts that have so many trees, and then you can go for breakfast. Because mm. every watt yeah. has breakfast or lunch or something. Mm-hmm. That in, that in fact, that's the thing that's uh, uh, in the Westerner's mind. We have to have accommodations and food. Well, those things are really easy to come by in Thailand, but they make it especially difficult in the West for you to come by the things that you need. Right. It is. It's very difficult just to get like the basic things. Uh, That's basically because uh, we don't teach our kids how to do good communal living. About the only thing that students ever get is uh, in university, they they live in a dormitory, Mm. but they don't really learn very much that way. But uh, uh, the watts, every watt that I know of, always has room for one more. And if you're mm. ready to sit down and do nothing, then you're going to be quite welcome. Nice. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do, I think. <laughs> that's that's why I feel like just I just want to do nothing. And that's not what I'm doing, like, like the the workday is so busy, mm-hmm. and I can do that. I can be happy doing that, but it just feels. Mm. 
right now, like now the wisdom comes in. Okay, so that's yeah. the whole point is once once we're no longer trying to escape from the day-to-day mm. -day world because we've right. got our minds straightened out, now we can use wisdom to figure out we can do better things with our time. Exactly. Okay, so I hear that from you. That's why I'm spending a lot of time right now encouraging you to just drop it all and come on. Mm, that's good. Yeah, because it would be different if I was trying to escape from it. Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that wouldn't be good, but I'm... No, I'm in it, and I'm doing it, and, and I have been doing it for a, lot, a long time, and it just feels like... I need to try something else. And right. I think there's better things I could be doing with my time. Well, as far as your physical possessions go, uh, traveling light is a good idea. And so mm -hmm. uh, maybe you can leave your stuff at your family's house or you've got some friends or whatever like that with the understanding that you may not see that stuff for a long, long time, or if ever again. Oh. <laughs> That's quite drastic. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't have much stuff anyway. Yeah, I, I, I have been to Thailand before, actually, uh, four years ago. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't really I wasn't so much where I am now. Like I was kind of going more for like just tourism, mm -hmm. and I did do like one retreat there, but it wasn't very long. And I don't know. It wasn't. I just came with a backpack. That's all I needed. Yeah, that's all you need is just um, uh, the kind of luggage that could be carry on, mm. rather than check baggage. If you've got baggage to carry on and check baggage, you're bringing too much. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what I would bring. I, I mean, bring a yeah, smile. <laughs> bring a smile. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, David, well, why don't we finish this call? You've got some direction and things to think about now. And you would be very welcome here. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you for your advice and your guidance. Yeah, yeah I'll uh, think about that in the coming days. And all right, we'll think it over for a few days and give me a call and we'll go from there. Okay, okay, that sounds great. Okay. Excellent. Thank All you right, so David. much. Yes, uh, yeah. we'll see you soon, for sure. Okay, <laughs> see you soon. All righty, bye-bye. Okay, take care.